Alright, you guys ready to get started? You ready, Curtis? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, thanks. Um, first thing, uh, I'm glad you guys were able to be here today. Um, hopefully you all played better than my group did. <laughs> it was long and errant. Um, what I thought I'd do is just kind of recap the, the year for us a little bit. Um, talk about where we're, where we're at with our um, sustainable excellence campaign, some of the things that uh, we did uh, in the department this year, talk about our Hall of Fame class a little bit, and then um, uh, just give you some thoughts on the year ahead. Um, you know, we, you guys have seen it, you know it as well as I do, um, had one of the better years that we've had um, in a long time when you take all of the efforts of all of our teams and our student athletes. Um, probably the thing that um, I'm most excited about is our academics continue uh, to excel and get better every year. Uh, our APR that we announced of 986, uh, I believe was the best in our history. Our spring semester GPA at a 2.994 uh, was the best that we've had in our history. And if you recall that we've had seven semesters over a 2.9, uh, since 1994, and six of them were in the last six semesters. Um, and so I'm, I'm proud of that. Our cumulative GPA is the highest on record at 2.970 for all of our student athletes. So um, can't, can't say enough about you know what our student athletes are doing uh, on the playing surface, but also in the classroom and in the community. They gave about 2,600 hours of community service back. Um, so they're really doing a great job uh, from that respect. And then, you know, when we talk about the athletic component, you guys all know what that is, you know, for soccer and football to uh, have the kind of turnaround seasons that they did, uh, soccer going 12 to second, and football going from last to, to first and winning the Pac-12 South. Uh, pretty, pretty excited about both those programs. And Mark Wetmore and his staff continue to do a great job winning both Pac-12 tournaments, the indoor track and the outdoor track had two of the best seasons. Women golf uh, finished 21st in the country, second in the Pac-12, best finish in their history. Uh, women's lacrosse, uh, Annie Elliott's just done an amazing job uh, in four years with that program. Um, got us in the NCAA tournament. Ski finishes second again. Uh, men's golf has a, a, a terrific year until uh, we had um, one that uh, went pro at, at, towards the end of the year, and that hurt us a little bit, and we had some injuries, and um, but they had a great year. So overall, you know, I think we finished 33rd or 34th in the Learfield Cup, which is a good uh, barometer on, on how we we finished overall with 16 teams competing when they measured 20. So I thought that went uh, really well. So from the athletic and academic standpoint, we had a lot of all-Americans, academic All-Americans, and um, I'm sure Dave will give you all that information when we're done, but a really great year. Um, really proud of the culture that we've created in the athletic department, um, and, and our student athletes and our coaches and staff have really worked well uh, to have a great successful year. Um, our SEI campaign, we're close to $101 million. Our goal is 105. Uh, you know, I still think we need to to get to about 115 million overall. Uh, we exceeded our goal from an endowment standpoint. 
Uh, we haven't quite hit our capital campaign number, uh, but we're hopefully close in on that and get that completed uh, by the end of this year. But uh, I feel really good about um, our ability to raise money and the support that we've gotten from um, our alums and, and uh, donors from um, Boulder, Colorado, and then around the, the country. Uh, they've been great, and uh, we expect that to continue. And you know, there's probably a lot of other projects we'd like to do, but um, we won't contemplate what those are until um, you know we complete this campaign. Uh, we did put up a scoreboard in the Coors Event Center. Um, it's about complete, uh, but it's up. Uh, and that was uh, part of our partnership with uh, Learfield uh, when we extended with them. It allowed us to put that scoreboard in. And I think uh, when you see that, any of you that went to the Iowa women's basketball NIT game, um, their scoreboard is very similar. And, uh, it's going to really add a lot um, to uh, that facility. And then our, um, just from the department standpoint, uh, you know we completed our Title IX plan this year, which was important. Our fiscal situation is still really good. Um, it'll be the third year in a row that we've been in the black, and that's something that we made a commitment that we would do. Um, you know, when I got here, and um, I'll be completing my, my fourth year in about a month, um, and so I'm, I'm really proud of that. Uh, the Denton Company, again, was a real uh, big success for us. Uh, we're just completing our three-year strategic plan, our next three-year mission. Uh, there will be a heavy focus on student-athlete personal uh, uh, development. Uh, that will be everything from health and wellness to academics to um, you know, their career and, and, and where they go afterwards. But we'll really uh, focus on the student-athlete and recruiting. And uh, you know, we want to continue every year to raise the bar. And so when we put out our new uh, strategic plan, which we should do in the next 10 days, you'll see the mission is different than the first mission. Our vision is still the same uh, on where we want to be in 15 years, uh, but um, this will be more uh, focused on student-athlete development, and you won't see as much about the budget in that one because we feel like we've made great strides in, in that regard. Um, let me think. Um, also, as part of that, you probably read that or heard that Kurt Goldbrand's leaving to go to the University of Tennessee. That's going to be a, a big loss for us. Uh, he oversaw all of our fundraising efforts in the Buff Club and did a, a great job. But we got a great team in place. Uh, we're in process of searching um, for his replacement. And uh, Deb Coffin, who's our Vice Chancellor of Advancement, she and I will put together a team. Um, That'll be our, our committee that we'll put together uh, for that position. We hope to have that hired by the middle of August. Uh, so when we get into the football season, uh, you know, we're ready to move and, and, and move full speed. So uh, we'll miss Kurt, uh, but he's done an amazing job for us. And you know, I think uh, the last three years we've had historic highs in our fundraising uh, every year. And uh, a lot of credit goes to him and his team. Um, our, our class, uh, Hall of Fame class, I'm excited about it. It's a great class, uh, 10 members, uh, our 13th class. And, and I think you recall two years ago, we started to do this uh, every year rather than every other year so we could catch up. We have 101 members in the Hall of Fame, uh, 10 of them this year. Uh, Stan Brock, um, you know, from football, Chad Brown, uh, Frank Brown from ski, uh, was a 50 skier, Kerry uh, Downey, 
volleyball, Lee Fowler. Um, uh, I talked to his son Mark um, to let him know uh, of, that he'll be inducted this fall. Steve Hatchell from football, who runs the College Football Foundation, has had an amazing career and um, built the College uh, Football Hall of Fame in, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, a great buff, and uh, we're excited he's in. Um, Mark Haynes um, doesn't say a lot, uh, but he was excited about uh, uh, being inducted this fall. Jay Humphreys, uh, again, a, a, I think a pretty diverse group. Jamila Lang from women's basketball, and then Jorge Torres uh, from cross country. So really good class. Um, we'll celebrate that on the Thursday night before the USC game. We'll have um, uh, the induction ceremony will be that Thursday night which I believe is November 9th, um, and then the 10th they'll be in the stampede, and then the 11th we'll introduce them at the um, um, football game against USC. And then lastly, and then, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll answer questions that you have. Uh, we kick off with soccer again this year on August 18th in the Colorado Cup against CSU. Um, you know, we have great expectations for all of our teams. Uh, and, and our student athletes this year. I, I think one of the things that I really enjoy about our department is our, our student athletes and our coaches push each other. Uh, when they see one um, being successful, they want to have that same kind of success. And um, I'm really looking forward to soccer kicking us off and, and what I think Danny and his staff will do. And, you know, we have big expectations for our football team. Um, you know, we had a great year last year at 10 and 2 uh, in the regular season. Uh, I know a lot of people think we lost a lot of players, and we did. We lost a lot of really good uh, football players, but we've got a lot coming back. And I think uh, you know, I spent a week on the road with Mike and Tad and J.R. Payne in our, our statewide tour. And um, I know Mike likes his team. And, and while we may be a little bit younger on defense, we're, uh, we've got some guys that can really play. And, uh, offensively, I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, you know what this core of receivers and Steve Montez does, um, and you know our, our kicker from Australia. I think that'll be interesting and fun um, to see him out there. And uh, so I think overall we feel good about that. Um, you know we, we always have great expectations for cross country and, and um, track and, and ski, and um, you know I think women's basketball is going to be. Uh, much improved, even though they had a great year finishing in the Sweet 16 of the WNIT. And, you know, Tad's got, I think, of his 13 players that are coming back this year, eight of them are new players. Um, and so that's going to be fun to see how they develop. Um, and, you know, I know in, um, in listening to him, I, I think there's an excitement in his voice about uh, this team this year because they are going to be young. We've got some. Um, Good veterans coming back with George King and Tori Miller and, and Dom Collier. Um, so, um, you know, it's going to be an exciting year. Um, and our expectation is that we'll improve on what we did this year. And um, we're excited about uh, where we're headed. And then we, um, women's lacrosse, in their fifth year, we host the first Pac-12 lacrosse championship um, in Boulder uh, in um, April, uh, late April of um, this next year. So uh, that'll be fun and um, being able to host the first Pac-12 tournament uh, in our backyard uh, will be special. So that's kind of the recap and what we're looking forward to and um, what do you guys want to
One Questions. quick correction in the Hall of Fame releases. I forgot last year we took the Friday luncheon because we had Thursday basketball games. So it will revert back to Thursday night and Right. Change the date release in November 9th. I said that, so I was right. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong. Good. I didn't even read that, Dave. That was right. Yeah. So I understand you guys made some changes in how you were able to provide meals for student athletes this year. Are you able to talk about that? Yeah. Um, what we're going to do is, um, it, it's really not a big difference other than we're not going to do training table in men's basketball and football anymore. We're just going to have our combined um, breakfast, our snack in the morning. We'll extend the hours a little bit and then we'll extend our hours in the afternoon stack, which will encompass those two. Those were the only two teams. I think those were the only two teams that were eating training table. So we'll, we're going to revert to where all the student athletes will eat together. Now some may eat over at the Coors Event Center, some may eat in the Champion Center, but we'll have both of those places open at the two different uh, time periods. And the, the good thing about it is it puts money back into, you know, because we took a portion of the money with it being table, training table out of the student athlete stipend because it's an NCAA rule. So now that they're just going to snacks in those two time frames, it'll put some money back in their pocket. And it's also walk-ons are now allowed. That's correct. Yes, walk-ons as well. That's correct. Yep. Is it next month that the uh, limit on number of multi-year contracts that that ban is, is taken away? Yes. Do you have any idea on how you're going to kind of navigate through that? Yeah. We're, well, we're in process of um, figuring that out, and this week um, I'll be meeting, um, you know, with our legal team to look at exactly what that looks like. Um, and how we, and then you know, we'll obviously put it in front of the regents for their approval, and uh, you know, we hope to start that process this fall. How big a deal is that? It's a big deal. It's a game changer, you know, in a lot of ways. And and you know, I appreciate the support that we got from our regents and that we've got from the state legislature to get that approved, uh, because I I think it's really important for us to be competitive that we're able to offer multi-year contracts to more than just five people. The other Part of that that I think is really good and helpful is that now the campus gets their six back, and campus can use those for distinguished faculty or however um, you know they feel fit for those, which I think is a really positive thing. And I think people forget about that aspect of it. So they get those contracts back, and, and we still have the ability to offer multi-year to the rest of uh, our coaches and staff that we think are worthy of that. Kind of projects that obviously hold for right now. What things do you see as pressing needs? The one I hear a lot about fans desperately want a sound system in Folsom. Better than what you have. <laughs> they do want a sound system in Folsom, and um, I hear that quite a bit. And um, you know, we got rails in for them last year, and that was a big plus. And we changed the uh, sound system in the Coors Event Center um, a year ago, and we did some tweaking on it. So this year it should be great. It wasn't great last year. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the priorities. But it's a, a couple million dollar project that we don't have right now. So um, you know, we're looking at all that. We're we're starting to put together a facilities plan because we also need. You know, if you look at our stadium with um, some of the um, steel that's uh, eroding that we need to fix, and um, you know, the uh, Balch Field House. You know, we need to upgrade that, um, and we've got some thoughts about that, um, on what that could be, but that's something that we'll work with campus on. Um, David Kang and his group that will work with them to figure out what's best, because I think 
while that facility is great, you know, where it sits on our campus, it kind of connects academics and athletics with, you know, Carlson Gym being on the other side. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we could do there. So we're, we're, we're starting to think through that. Um, and then, you know, we've got to upgrade our lacrosse facilities and we're playing on our rec field. And it's been great and it's been a great partnership with campus. But, uh, you know, we need to upgrade some of those things, you know, bleachers and, uh, you know, if we're going to host the Pac-12s, do we do that on Kittredge or do we do that on POTS, and, I mean on uh, Prentup? And that's something that we'll have to think through. Um, you know, but the facilities that we do have, the one, you know, the upgrade of, you know, the indoor uh, facility has been just a, a game changer as well. So, um, but there's a lot of things that we need to do, and but it's a five to ten year to-do list. Can you at all quantify the value of having so many guys taken in the NFL draft, and then again you have Derek Wyko in the first round of that draft. What does that mean for athletics? Well, look, I, I think the exposure it gives our entire university, but also the, the credibility that it gives those programs. And if you look at the announcements, you know, if you look at the Cheetah Bay announcement uh, when he was announced um, in um, in Philadelphia. Uh, with um, escaping my mind, uh, Drew Pearson. That was pretty awesome, and that was that was everywhere. I mean, people uh, were seeing that. Um, millions of people were seeing that, and that was a real positive. And then uh, Ted Thompson with Pete Carroll and him breaking down. I mean, those were two of the biggest stories during that draft. And then Derek White was one of the bigger stories, and and the way that came out. I mean, you, it, it's hard to put a put a price to that, but I think the credibility that it gives both of those programs and um, the exposure that it gives our university, I think, is really valuable. When you have the success that you have last year, and you mentioned all the programs, but specifically football, how does that change your day-to-day -day job as the athletic director? Um, look, I don't, I don't know that it changes it because, you know, we're pressing hard all the time. Um, and with all of our sports and you know we want to be successful and my job is to try to you know help them you know with things that they need to be successful and so we meet with our head coaches once a month and we talk about what don't you have that you need that's going to allow you to go from here to here both academically and athletically and we have that same conversation with Chris Livingston in our academic center, and we have the same conversation with uh, Laura Anderson and Miguel with the health and wellness piece. And you know, the going to this um, new nutrition that we're doing that Brian had mentioned earlier. I mean, that's a cost to us. That you know, we had to make that decision in our budget, and we get a lot of decisions that we have to make. And, and so, our first priority is what's best, you know, for the student athlete, and then. You know, we make our decisions based on that, and so I don't think it changes much. Um, you know, we still have to fundraise. We still have to do the recruiting that we do. You know, we'll look at you know everything that we're doing in recruiting and how we can do it better. But we've had, you know, one of the things that our, our coaches when we had our meeting said, you know, we would like to hear from some of the deans and from admissions, and so we brought the head of admissions in and you know deans of some of our schools to talk about the positive things in their colleges that help us sell what we have at CU because again I I think this is one of the greatest places in the country and um, I still believe that and, and think that we should be able to recruit the very best in whatever it is we do. 
you talked about the culture and the culture of excellence in your building. How coincidental is it that one of the best years you've had in, in CU history, as far as overall program, comes with the first full year in the Champion Center that you they're all able to take care of the, you know, they have the Dow Ward, you have the Dow Ward renovations, all the Olympic sports are there, and you have the new weight room and the indoor practice facility. Is that, I mean, that's got to be more than coincidence? Or it, I think it's part of it, but, you know, look, I think we've got great staff, you know. I think um, I think the facilities are, are uh, great, and they've been a great addition, but, you know, our coaches have really um, done a great job, you know, recruiting and coaching and, you know, um, and they feed off of each other, and, and um, you know, we we meet a lot and talk a lot and try to you know help with their needs that they have to be successful. And that's our role. You talked about the success of the Dead and Company concerts. Uh, is there any plan to increase the number of concerts at Folsom? I, I don't think so. I think you know our, our plan. You know, we want to look at doing other things. Um, so concerts is one thing, but. You know, if there's some kind of show that we can bring or uh, some kind of event that we can bring in either uh, the event center or in the football stadium, um, you know, Folsom, we're going to look at that to do that. You know, maybe we look at a concert in the fall for um, uh, at the event center, you know, there, there, you know, things like that. But, you know, we don't want to stray too far from our core, um, you know, operations, but they've been very helpful to us. How well have you guys been doing as far as uh, scheduling events? I know the rooftop terrace, you wanted to do weddings and things like that. Have you guys hit some of your goals in that regard? Yeah, we have. You know, we, we continue to hit our goals in, in that regard. I mean, not a better place to get married um, or, you know, have parties or functions. And, and we do have uh, a good group that's, um, you know, we continue to grow that every year. And, you know, we'll focus on that as well because it all helps the bottom line and helps us be successful from a fiduciary responsibility. Where are you guys at as far as naming rights? <laughs> we're still looking. Um, you know, we're looking to um, obviously name the Champion Center, uh, potentially uh, the stadium, not the field, um, our indoor facility, uh, renaming the event center. We're looking at all of that um, and definitely something that we're working on. You know, um, you know, some of it could be budget. Um, some of it could be, um, you know, graphics. Um, you know that they need. To, you know, because one of the things that we're trying to do is push more content out, and you know, doing it in a way that you know makes sense that connects with, you know, a 16, 17, 18 year old out there that's looking at CU and. And, you know, it could be more money for their budget to go to overseas to recruit or, you know, it's just a variety of different things. Some of it's um, maybe being better educated academically on, you know, what are the positive uh, aspects of what we're doing and how do we compare against some of our peer institutions. Um, one of the things that um, came out of it was, obviously, you know, was um, the multi-year contracts. That was one of the things that pretty much unanimously that the coaches said when we met, I don't know, back in October, November of last year, um, that was important to them, and so that was something that we went and looked after. So just a variety of different issues. Anything else? All right, get you guys back for it. Traffic gets too bad. <laughs>